0: Internationally acclaimed New Orleans based singer, songwriter, recording artist and entertainer, Louise Cappy. Louise is the daughter of the late great New York jazz guitarist, Al Cappy. She keeps the Mahogany Jazz Hall in New Orleans packed every Saturday night. She has also been a regular on the New York City music scene and Her music has Global Rave reviews. She has an album coming out in the fall called Hope. So we're going to be talking to her about all that. Luis, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Curtis. This is great.
0: Why don't you start off by giving everybody a little bit of background about yourself?
1: Oh, okay. Well, I um Let's see, I started out, I grew up in New York. I um, started singing at a really young age. Uh, My dad would play guitar and like at four years old, I would. We'd sing Mary Had a Little Lamb or, you know, things like that. And when I got into high school, I started doing some shows and that uh, really put the bug in me. And my brother, who also was a musician, he's passed away. He um, he used to give me records to listen to. I'm, I'm like 13 years old. He'd give me Billie Holiday records and Carmen McRae, a lot of jazz singers. And uh, he said, just listen, just listen to this stuff. And then... Um, after high school, one of my music teachers said, "Look let's rehearse over the summer after my senior year and uh, let's start doing some gigs and that was the beginning of my uh, my professional career yeah it just it just went from there I took a little time off to have kids didn't want to run around nightclubs while i was raising babies so you know that i mean i here and there i would sing but i didn't want to take take away from them and once i felt they got old enough where they were okay if i left them with somebody or my husband or they'd be okay
0: well let's talk about how you moved from new york to new orleans i'm from louisiana as well not new orleans but how did you get to new orleans
1: uh, you know i i really feel like it was divine intervention <laughs> when we were living in florida of course florida is beautiful but and it was great with the kids were young but having come from new york i had lived you know we we lived in florida for a while with the kids my husband had a a good job down there and then we talked about going to New Orleans, you know, all the time. And one day he got a call and um, his manager said, or I forget who it was at the time, you know, we have an office in New Orleans. Would you like to go there and work? And we, <laughs> he told me and I said, I'm ready. Let's pack up and go. And we went, you know, we, uh, and it turned out to be good for both of us. Because when I first started out, nobody knew who the hell I was. So I just had to go sit in in clubs and get to meet people and um, find my way around. But it was a good move. And, you know, I think uh, God had something to do with it.
0: Well, talk a little bit about your dad. I understand he's a New York jazz player, one of the greats. So tell us about Al Cappy.
1: Well, you know, daddy, he he passed away a few years back. Yeah, he was amazing. Okay, so like when I was a kid, we'd have these great jazz musicians come to the house and dad would put a bottle of wine or whiskey or something on the table and they would jam for hours. People like Joe Pass and Bucky Pizzarelli. You know these old jazz cats; they're all gone now. Bucky just died last year, and my dad and his good friend uh, George Van Epps was a uh, George Van Epps was a musician. He he invented the seven string guitar, and so my father and he developed the George Van Epps method of teaching, and. And so when I was in high school, getting up there, he would take me on gigs with him. It it was great. He'd let me come up and maybe do a tune or two with the band. And and that was a very good experience for me. And he really, he was an amazing, amazing musician, just one of the top. He was, uh, he worked for NBC for years. He, he did everything. To make a buck, <laughs> he did Broadway shows, he recorded with the Jackie Gleason Orchestra, the Paul Whiteman Orchestra, the, just, he did a lot. He had a very prolific career.
0: Well, have you ever been on Broadway? I, I know that you you have been a regular on the New York City music scene.
1: Yeah, well, I haven't been on Broadway. Uh I am not exactly, well, I guess, Broadway's a lot different. I mean, if Elton John could do it. or <laughs> But I am going to be in October in a, a beautiful theater in New York uh, has booked me. It's called the Triad Theater, and it's an off-Broadway theater. And it's just a lot of very famous people have done shows there. And I'm excited to do that. But no, I haven't done any uh, Broadway, Broadway stuff yet. Yet. <laughs> Who knows?
0: So talk about some of the famous musicians that you've personally worked with, you and your band.
1: Mm. Well, I have, over the years, I have played with some of the Marsalis brothers. Of course, there's Wynton. He's up in New York. I I never worked with him, but uh, his brother Delphio Marsalis and the Uptown Jazz Orchestra. I have performed with them. Also, Jason Marsalis, the youngest brother. And um, he's a drummer. And he plays also um, the vibes. In- incredible. And he, we, we're, we're good friends, me and Jason. Who else? Pretty big. I don't know if you all have heard of him, but he, is, he worked a lot in New York. Irvin Mayfield and the No Joe Orchestra, or the New Orleans Jazz Orchestra. Yeah, let me think. Yeah, that's, that's about it right now I that I can think of.
0: <laughs> well, I know in your bio, it says you and your band. So is it just you by yourself? And if you have any other members of your band, tell us about them.
1: Okay. Oh, I have a great band. You know, down here in, in New Orleans, you know... You, the way it's been for years, is you never really have a band per se, because everybody is a sideman and they are just working sometimes two gigs a day. You know, they just hustle, hustle. And so sometimes I would just have to put a band together a couple of days before the gig. I don't, maybe some of them I may never have even worked with. But I have my book, my chord charts. You go, you stick it up on the bandstand. The piano player starts playing, and you—whether you've ever played with them before or not. Recently, last year, I put together just well, just sort of came together <laughs> a great band of uh, really young cats. They are—they're thirty and under, and they all have their degrees in in music. The guitar player Michael Clement, amazing artist, just got his master's in jazz guitar. And they're just, and all, some, all last year, I, I wrote my album, turned out to be an album, and we would get together with our masks and, you know, try to keep a good distance away and rehearse and work on these songs. So, uh, and I really, They're they're great. They're young, but they are respectful and talented and serious. And I'll give you their names: (laughs) is Mike Clement, and Sam Lobley, and um, the drum. Sam is the bass player, and Sam Colgate is our drummer. And they're great.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of your album. Tell us about that new album that you got coming out in the fall. Tell us what people can expect when they listen to it.
1: Oh well, I'll tell you what I uh, this this album changed my life. Writing these songs, you know, I had a year of pretty much sitting on the couch watching TV. You couldn't go anywhere, you can, and but watching all the madness. And I'm not just talking about COVID, but I'm talking about politically and everything that happened and, and climate wise as well, fires and floods. And I mean, it's just all like a perfect storm. And I felt like, what can I do to uh, help you know I'm not a medical person I'm not a firefighter a fire fighter I'm not a but I I can write and I can sing and I just started writing songs my single came out mid July called Hope and it's also the name of the album hope is is the album uh, hits September tenth. And so a lot of the songs are uh, just trying to lift people's spirits. and it seems to be helping. It's the, I'm it's 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 really being received well all over the world. and that makes me very happy.
0: Well, speaking of that, anytime I have singers on, I like to put them on the spot, so, why don't you give us a little piece of that single "Hope" so we can hear what it sounds like?
1: Oh my God, that's going to be hard without the band. But I can sing you the the uh, the verses. It goes yeah. Just
0: up. just give us yeah. an acapella a little bit out yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, Hope is a song in the night. Hope guides you from the darkness to the light. Fills the heart that longs to be whole. Hope is the anchor of the fear-driven soul. What is hope? It's the strength in your veins. It gives you the courage to try again. What is hope? It's the steel in your spine. It takes you to the finish line. Oh, hope is the antidote. And that's a little bit of it to the first chorus. Uh, we also have a choir uh that sings the backup it's very powerful that's nothing compared to what my producer uh Paul Longstreth who is an amazing he's also my son-in-law he's an amazing amazing musician he's very toured the world with some of the top New Orleans musicians for years and uh he just took this song and the band to uh celestial heights you know, it just, just with the choir, we gave it sort of a gospel feel with a backup choir. It just came out. If you get a chance, people can find it. You can hear it on my, uh, my website, which is Louise Cappy music.com. And they can also uh, download it on all the major streaming iTunes Spotify, all of them.
0: What do you have any upcoming projects that that you're working on besides your new album? Anything else people need to know about?
1: Well, nope. We're jo- I'm staying so busy promoting this and the album. So I mean, I have a few gigs coming up around town, local. Like I said, in October, I'm doing that. The Triad Theater in New York City. And then just, you know, filling in with gigs here. But mostly we want to promote this album. The New York gig at the Triad Theater is sort of going to, it's going to kick off a tour. And uh, we're going to start in New York because I have tremendous, I have a lot of fans there. And then we were thinking we'd like to go to um, Tennessee, to Nashville next.
0: I know you have louisecappymusic.com. Give yeah. us any social media links and any other ways people can connect with you.
1: Oh, yeah. Instagram. And it's all louisecappymusic. That's how you can find me. Instagram, Facebook music page, louisecappymusic again. Let's see. There's Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's most of them. I'm trying to think. Oh, she'll kill me if I left it. We just
0: got to search Louise Cappy music. You got any any final thoughts before we close it out?
1: Oh, first of all, I want to thank you for having me. Number two, I think this album, this album is music with depth. And that's what I'm all about. I want to write songs that will leave people feeling like their life could change by listening to these songs and not to brag. I'm not trying to brag. My mommy say, you're not bragging if you can do it. And the feedback I'm getting has been, uh, has confirmed that and it, it makes me very happy. So everybody, if you listen, go ahead, check it out, please. Download the music. Thank you for having me.
0: The pleasure is all mine, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. LouiseCappyMusic.com. Please be sure to follow, rate, review, share after listening to this episode. Android users, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app.